Our guest speaker this morning is Laura Fleck. Laura is a former member of this church who for many years taught religious education here. She retired from teaching public school after 30 years in 2001 to write about her teaching experience. After the death of her son in 2003, she continued to write but realized that this was her story now. Her book, recounting her journey through this experience, Writing Toward the Light is the title of it, was published in 2008 and reissued in a new edition this past summer. A student of Natalie Goldberg, she now teaches workshops on writing as a spiritual practice. She also now works for LSUS, supervising intern teachers, and teaches part-time for the Renzi Center and for the Shreveport Regional Arts Council. She describes her journey as, quote, teacher, writer, teacher, writer, teaching, writing, writing of teaching, teaching myself of writing, and writing to teach myself. Please welcome Laura Flick. Y'all are all in your underwear. <clears throat> when I write, retired from teaching to write, I attended my first Natalie Goldberg workshop in Taos. That week, I heard three things she had learned from her Zen teacher, Katagiri Roshi. Continue under all circumstances. Don't be tossed away. Don't let anything stop you. And make positive effort for the good. So I came back eager to write and did for two and a half years till my son died. Who am I now? I had no son, no classroom, no published product of my writing. All I could see was darkness. Not knowing what else to do, I continued the habit of coming to the page that I'd learned in Natalie's workshop, daily talking to someone I needed to know. Was it Carlton? Was it little Laura? Or my God spirit? Or my shadow side? Hell, I didn't know. I just knew I needed to talk. And I didn't know anyone else I could trust. I did not want to be tossed away. And over time, I found light within my writing, allowing me then to find light in the world, my positive effort for the good. Using the words I had heard from Natalie, who heard them from her teacher, 
who heard them from his, which in some form probably could be traced back to the beginning of time. Continue under all circumstances. Don't be tossed away. Make positive effort for the good. Daily, over and over, a spiritual practice for the rest of my life. I'm a hands-on teacher because I've found that I learn best by doing. So this is the guided part of my lesson. From Natalie Goldberg's first book, the one that put her on the map, Writing Down the Bones, I read from page 8. I'm too close to this thing. These are her first thoughts. When you write, she does time, timed writing. And what that is, is a measure, a, a specific amount of time, usually 10 minutes or more. And you put your pen to the paper, you say go, they give you a topic, they say go, and you start writing, stream of conscious. You do not pick up your pen. Okay? These are her rules, uh, her suggestions. Keep your hand moving. Don't pause to reread the line you've just written. Number two, don't cross out. That's editing. Number three, don't worry about spelling, punctuation, or grammar. I was a language arts teacher, and this is the penance I pay for the rest of my life. Number four, lose control. Number five, don't think, don't get logical. Number six, go for the jugular. If something comes up in your writing that's scary or naked, dive right in. That probably has a lot of energy. Those, those are her rules. That's what we do when I'm in a Natalie workshop. And what I would like to do is give you a little taste of what that is. I have my timer. We're only going to do five minutes. You have a book, booklet. I hope you have something to write with. Why did I call this the courage to create? Well, writing is my way to bring forth a positive effort, which is creating, without being tossed away, which is where I needed my courage. I trusted the practice of writing. I come to the page daily and allow the pen to show me where I need to go. Because what I'm going to do is give you a topic, 
and you're going to write the topic down, and then I'm going to say go, and you're going to start writing, keeping your pen to the paper. Natalie's words are, trust in what you love, continue to do it, and it will lead you where you need to go. All right? So the topic is, what do you trust? What you do is you write down that little topic. See, if I had a blackboard, I'd put it up there. Are there any questions? You understand what to do. You're just going to keep your pen to the paper. Don't worry about editing it. These are your words. Nobody else has to see them. Okay? Go for the jugular. All right? Begin. Finish your thought and put down your pen. Now, I didn't tell you this at the beginning because I really wanted you to write for yourself. But if something has come up that you would like to share, you have permission to read to us your stream of consciousness and share with the, cl- the, with the class. Sorry, that's just old habit. That remembering that we continue under all circumstances, that we will not be tossed away, and that we are making a positive effort for the good. One of the things that Natalie always told us before she started writing was, you have permission to write the world's worst crap, which was really freeing because we were all sitting there thinking we were going to be writers when we grew up, and which meant that we were then judging ourselves by everybody else in the room. And she sort of took that away, and that felt pretty good. But is there someone in here that would like to share what they wrote in the last five minutes? Oh, come on. Okay, come on, Robert. Come, come up here. If I had to stand up here, y'all do too. started before we started the exercise. It's a practice. Once I am important. I have things to say. Who do you trust? I trust my instincts. They are always right. They keep me from danger. They tell me when I am safe. I trust the natural balance of the universe. I don't worry about next year, next month, tomorrow, or even the next minute. I trust the open arms and extended hands of a loving God. I trust my own abilities to find my path, to stay on it, to find my way back if I should become lost. I trust my faith as I journey onward through this maze we call life. I trust my dreams to show me the way when I'm confused. The end. And our response is thank you. Thank you. Denada. This is not a critique. Sharon? 
started with, I trust in the inherent good of all people. It's there if you look hard enough. It's there if you would keep your ego out of the way. Why am I writing in the third person? This is about me. Do I trust in me? That's a big question. What do I need to discover in order to answer that one? Why do I hesitate? Why does it make me feel so vulnerable? Wow, I'm having blockage here. Am I not worthy of trust? Am I not perfect enough yet? If I don't trust myself, does that mean that I don't love myself? Why am I making choices that erode love trust of myself? How do I make choices then that build love trust of myself? I have a lot of questions to answer. Another brave soul, Pam? I trust in my writer friends. <laughs> what do you trust? Trust is not something I understand. I've never had it never learned to live without and learn to live without it. It would be nice to trust someone, anyone, myself even, but I cannot dare, not not everyone or something, I can't read it, fails, everything fails, God failed, didn't even exist. How can a being that does not exist lie about it? He did, or someone did my parents, my pastors and deacons and teachers and friends telling me there is a Santa Claus with an ever after in a big bag. He brings it down your chimney with colored eggs and fried chicken that won't clog your arteries. Believe in him and you won't fry forever. <laughs> Thank you. Another one? Cheryl, did is your... Cheryl? We'll take a couple more. I trust my instinct gut feeling most of the time. Sometimes I ignore that gut feeling and I don't know why, but I'm learning more and more to trust it. I often have to convince others it's true or on the point. I also trust others' advice to the point of consideration, and then I use my gut feeling instinct to describe what, to decide whether others' advice is true for me. I trust serendipity more and more. It is so neat when I observe how serendipity works, but what else? Trust God. Allow God. Tune in to God for better gut instincts. Your body gives you messages all the time. Listen. God is always there, so tune in and trust God more. Where could this take you beyond your wildest dreams? Guilty on that aspect. What do I trust? 
I trust my heart. Within it is the faith I need, the strength I seek, the divine I have found all around me, and the love I need to give. I trust the soul. I do not know what is possible without it. I know evil, but I don't trust it. I know kindness, and I am grateful for it. I know love, and I am glorified by it. The secrets I have found, the ways I employ, the life I live is sacred. I feel so immense inside, and so small outside. Yet I know I'm not small. I'm not skinny. I'm not a child. I have wonder inside me, a wonder that is divine. It is the fountain of youth, and I am forever young. And ironically, I was scribbling earlier when Barbara was talking, and I said, if you do not carry the virtues of honor, love, and loyalty within your soul, beauty is very hard to come by. Thank you. I want to leave you with two things. One is um, a question I got from a writer friend who lives in Austin, and she's the wife of the rabbi. And so Rosh Hashan started just in the last couple of days. I meant to look that up. And her question, she wished me a happy new year. And her question to her writer friends was, what will we write in the book of life? I thought that was pretty cool. And then when Natalie does her workshops, the last two I've been to are silent workshops where we're completely silent for the week. And we do sitting meditation, walking meditation, and writing meditation. And... When we're doing the meditation last year, she would bring us out of the meditation with this poem from Raymond Carver, who was a uh, poet and short story writer in the last half of the last century. And did you get what you wanted from this life? Even so, I did. And what did you want? To call myself beloved to feel myself beloved on the earth. Thank you. Our closing hymn will be number 168, One More Step. Anything that asks courage of us requires moving in increments. Thank you, Laura, for showing your courage and sharing with us.